Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. We are New York on New York's Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now it's Rich Valdez. This is America. He's brown, he's bald, and he's breaking it down. This is America with Rich Valdez. All right, New York, welcome back. Our phone number, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-WABC. Now, we were talking about what happened in the Rose Garden yesterday. President Trump, not yesterday, excuse me, on Thursday, President Trump had a Hispanic prosperity initiative meeting with several people from across the nation bringing folks to the White House for a meeting inside the cabinet room, and then they moved out to the Rose Garden. So you heard what Babu Nanwe, the CEO of Goya Foods, had to say. Nothing terrible. He's a patriot. He loves his country. He loves his company. He loves his community. But he was taken to task by the left. The left wants to cancel him. So I want to play a little bit of... That one more time, could we get that Babu Nanwe real quick? Because it's important that we have context so that we know exactly what it was that they were talking about. Uh, we're all truly blessed at the same time to have a leader like President Trump, who is a builder. And that's what my grandfather did. He came to this country to build, to grow, to prosper. And so we have an incredible builder, and we pray. We pray for our leadership, our president, and we pray for our country that we will continue to prosper and and to grow. Praying for the country, praying for our leader, Donald J. Trump, Donaldus Magnus, El Trumpito, the 45th president of the United States. Nothing wrong with that. But that's what they did. So I want to bring in our special guest, Donald Trump Jr., the president's son, the head of the Trump organization, who's following in his family business as a builder. Donald Trump Jr., welcome to This is America on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How are you, my friend? Good to be with you, Rich. Great, brother. So I want to get your reaction. What is your initial thought, your gut reaction to hearing AOC call for a boycott on Goya? I mean, it's it's almost mind-blowing. I mean, if it wasn't 2020, you'd say it's insane. Uh, in the attempt to be woke, you have uh, a family-owned Hispanic business that has thrived and prospered in the U.S. You have the President of the United States signing legislation to help education and Hispanic businesses at the same time. And I guess he's supposed to go and say that Trump is terrible and Trump isn't doing the right thing. I mean, it's so ridiculous uh, and it would be so ridiculous at literally any other time in American history, but this is the world in which we live. So it's just nice to see uh, a leader, uh, you know, like the CEO of Goya, stand up and say what's actually right, not just be swayed, you know, by the woke mob. You know, prank. I imagine most of the people that are really taking part of this boycott, they're, you know, they're in line at Whole Foods, uh, not exactly 
you know, buying Goya products. And, you know, it's also a company that has given back so much to the Hispanic community, has given back to education, has given to uh, local charities. Uh, it was nice to see some within that community. I know one of the most noted people was uh, Jorge Masvidal, you know, the UFC fighter who has a big fight tonight, mm-hmm. literally coming out and saying, hey, man, these guys have put their money where their mouth is for years. This is ridiculous, um, you know, to, to combat the AOC uh, Whole Foods crowd. So it, it's pretty sad that that's the state of the country we're in, but this is the outrage mob that the left has created, that the left has perpetrated and, and perpetuates, and we got to push back. If we, if we don't, it's just going to continue, and it's just going to get worse. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Latinos like me and, and every other person in America that's able to vote needs to a vote for for President Trump because he's the only thing that's really getting in the way of this. Uh, him and now CEO Unanwe saying, "Hey, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm sticking with the president." So I, I want to get, I guess, your thoughts on how do we overcome this, and should everybody go out and buy Goya? A hundred percent. I was joking with Kimberly early, you know, because uh, you know my girlfriend's a Puerto Rican. Uh, you know, so- mm-hmm takes a lot of pride in that so we're, we're going to do taco tuesday on saturday night tonight uh <laughs> in, in celebration of that and I, I recommend others do the same but you know we're i'm actually not joking but the reality is others have to do that the real problem is that the left has fought these outrage wars uh anyone who says anything that's not woke is totally canceled but now the real problem rich is that it's not just enough to be apolitical it's not just enough to not voice your opinion you must be woke, or that in and of itself is a cancelable offense. If you're not woke enough, you get canceled. It's not going to stop. We have to put an end to this nonsense. I mean, it is truly disgusting. And the left has perpetrated this on the American people for far too long. And, you know, we have to start also playing the game that, they, that they're playing the way that they play it. And conservatives have traditionally been very, you know, live and let live, and, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's not the way Democrats feel. You must be entitled to their opinion. And if you're not, it's over. <laughs> you know, we're, we're with Donald Trump Jr. Don Trump Jr., I want to know, do you, and I, I think I know the answer, but should we expect the mob to, to crack the exterior of Babu Nanwe from Goya, or do we expect Goya to stand strong and others? I mean, I think what I'm looking for here is your response to how do we stand up to the cancel culture? Find your next truck at Woodhouse Buick GMC. No matter where you're heading or what tasks need tackling, there's a premium and capable GMC truck that's perfect for you. Make a statement on the job site, out on the town, or wherever life leads you in the powerful and distinctive Sierra 1500. Or elevate your driving experience in the adventurous and innovative canyon. Explore our inventory online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com or visit our indoor showroom today. Woodhouse Buick GMC. We are professional grade. I think we just have to be vocal. You know, you see that. So many people, well, I really support your dad. I'm, I'm afraid to say something. I think if everyone steps up and says something, they can't cancel everyone. Right. Uh, you know, so ev- everyone has to sort of unite to combat. Honestly, at this point, it's really fascism what the left is trying to perpetrate, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it isn't that different than the other fascist regimes we've seen and the way they've started. Uh, you know, it's economic fascism. It's cultural and social fascism. They will destroy anything that doesn't agree 100 percent with what they're going for so you know this notion that they're antifa i'm like i don't know about the anti part they're they clearly are fascists right? <laughs> clearly this is what's going on in this country right now so we really have to unite conservatives have to get together man up and they have to start being vocal and not just turn the other cheek yeah, i and think that's the problem that we've had with too many republicans who have been historically weak 
You're, uh, they you're won't right. fight. They want to be loved by a you know a DC liberal elite press that hates their guts. They want to be invited to the cool person party, while the other side laughs their butts off uh, at how pathetic these people are. Donald Trump's the opposite of that. He'll fight back. He'll take those punches. He'll go to war. He'll do those things. Um, you know, with the left. Uh, we need more of that kind of thought, and we need other people to join up and do it. Otherwise, you can kiss those freedoms goodbye because they're coming for them. You're 100% right. And it's that liberal privilege that they use to, to perpetuate this fascism that I think you're going to expand on in your next book. Tell us about your upcoming book, Liberal Privilege. Well, yeah, I, you know, because of uh, you know, COVID-19 and, you know, the lockdowns and everything like that, I basically had a, a lot of time uh, on my hands, and I started doing a little bit of this research and realized that, Honestly, the media today is so far left that they've totally abdicated their responsibility to look into the candidates. Uh, you saw what they did with Michael Bloomberg when Bloomberg said, well, we won't look into anyone, but we'll keep looking into Trump. Right? Well, uh, the, the journalists have taken aside. They refuse to look at literally 50 years, 50 years, Rich, of mm-hmm. Joe Biden's Washington, D.C. career. They're pretending like, hey, this is a new guy on the block. He's going to be the guy to fix things. I said, wait a second. He's been there for 50 years. If he could actually fix anything, why didn't he tell Obama? Why didn't he do it? Why does he literally have no actual accomplishments? This is going to be the guy to fix things now coming out of this crisis? The guy that's soft on China, the guy whose families enriched themselves from his publicly funded office for decades, all of these things. I said, man, I've never actually seen these stories. So I had such a good time writing Triggered um, last year that I said, someone has to put this down. You know, it, it'd be nice if there were people in journalism, in reporting, who would actually do their damn jobs. <laughs> but they refuse. So if they're not going to do it, someone has to, because the American public has to see what Biden is all about. He's been soft on China for his entire career. He allowed them to grow from the size of the Netherlands in terms of their economy to the juggernaut that they are today. He allowed that and pushed for them to join the World Trade Organization, allowed for all those policies. He's out there on the stump saying, they're not really our competition, folks. Who are we kidding? Yeah, maybe it's convenient because his son took a billion five. A billion five from the Chinese government to his fund. In fees alone on a typical fund, that would be $30 million a year to the Biden family. Yeah, he's going to stand up to China in the post-COVID-19 world. Give me a break. So I saw all this hypocrisy. I saw this nonsense. I saw the total and abject neglect from everyone in mainstream media who's pretending like Joe Biden, you know, like this guy could string together a sentence. Uh, <laughs> and it, 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 it's mind-blowing. Um, you know, they don't talk about the health issues. They don't talk about the family. They don't talk about his actual record. They don't talk about his, honestly, a lot of the crazy stuff as it relates to uh, racism in his past. He gets a total pass. So I said it's sort of a free market thing. If they won't do it, someone has to step up. And, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that we, that we were in quarantine, but I had the time to do it, and so I did. Great. Well, and let me tell you, I mean, uh, we're appreciative for Triggered. And of course, we're looking forward to liberal privilege. Make sure you get that when it comes out. But I think overall, oftentimes people tell me, what is it that we can do? What is it we can do? And I oftentimes I tell people we have the best example sitting in the White House right now. We had a billionaire with a supermodel wife living on Fifth Avenue and decided to say, you know, I'm walking away from all of that. I'm going to go into the swamp for America. So I just want to thank, you know, on behalf of uh, the This Is America audience, I want to thank you and, and give kudos to your pops because it's a yeoman's task and few people have the courage to do it. Well, it, it's our pleasure. And, you know, it was funny. I wrote about that part in Triggered, which was the, 
the, the last elevator ride before my father did the escalator ride down to announce his candidacy. Yeah. And the last thing he said to me was, now we find out who our real friends are. <laughs> uh, because it was really true, and he was really right. But most importantly, it shows that he knew what they would try to do to him, and he did it anyway. That's how strongly he believed in it. So it wasn't like he went into this thing naive and it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe they would do this. He knew exactly what would happen, and he did it anyway because he believes in this country. He's fought for the American worker, and he's going to continue to do that in his second term. Well, Donald Trump Jr., thanks for joining. This is America on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We appreciate your input and hope to have you back on soon. My pleasure, Rich. Speak to you soon, man. All right, brother. Take care. God bless. Keep up the good fight. Now, up next, we're going to talk to somebody that was in the Rose Garden when all of this went down. My buddy Jesse Hogan with the Lexit Movement. Keep it locked right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 